Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, mindset and business strategy coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hey, everybody. Before we dive into today's episode, I just want to remind you that we've got our April training happening starting on Monday, April 24th. It's called Soulful Selling. This is one of our free community trainings. It's four days, an hour each day, and I'm going to be diving into how to talk about what you do and most importantly, how to have discovery calls that end up with people saying yes to working with you. So if you have not registered yet, make sure you go to my website, www.stacybrassrussell.com and get your spot. It's going to be on Zoom. Yes, there are replays, but you should absolutely get signed up for this if you're a coach, if you are an expert, if you're a creator. If you're a wellness professional, if you're someone with a service-based business, this is for you. And now let's dive into today's episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. So today we are going to be talking about group programs. As you know, sometimes a topic for the show is uh, inspired by something that I hear or see. And one of those things recently was in one of the Facebook groups that I am in. Someone literally posted who has a group program or who has ever done a group program. You know, what do you charge and what's the format? Like, thanks for sharing or, you know, something along the lines of looking to hear what other people have done and how they've done their group program. And while, of course, that could be helpful, I mean, it, it, it's obviously, uh, we you know, not a bad thing to find out, like, how other people are doing things. But as with everything, why you're doing it and how you're doing it or, like, what the best format is for you has to be something that you figure out for your business, for your niche, for where you are. And so what other people are doing, what structure they're using, how much they're charging, all of that, like in a way, it doesn't really matter unless they are also sharing with you all of the other factors that are going into it. And one of the things that I've experienced with a lot of the people that eventually find me and work with me, right, that come to work with me as their coach or one-on-one or in the academy, which is a group program, by the way, um, is that they've tried some stuff before and I'm all for trying and experimenting. I don't believe that, you know, you that you can ever make a huge, you know, fuck up that's going to like ruin your business. But what can happen when you do things 
maybe prematurely, right? Or not not in the right way to get you the outcomes that you want in your business, it can feel a little bit like, hmm, I wish I had not spent that time, energy, money, my three biggest resources on that thing because it didn't really yield the results that I was hoping for or nobody wanted it basically, which is usually the biggest complaint about the group program situation is that people decide they're going to do it and then they can't get anybody to to sign up or they get like a very small group of people or the first time they do it, they get a couple of people who happen to be their family members and close friends. And then when they want to do it again, they can't get anybody in it. So I thought it would be helpful to come in and talk about group programs. And what I want to talk about is kind of like, first of all, the five W's, the sort of like the who, what, where, when, and why, right? Like, when should you do it? Why should you do it? Um, what should it be? And then we're going to look at sort of the three key things that happen if you're going to have a group program, which is, first of all, the program itself, right? Like creating the course itself. But then there's also the selling and the launching of it, the getting people to sign up for it. And then there's the actual executing it, the running of it, the delivery of it. And all three of those things are like, they're substantial, right? All three of those things are things that you would want to know how to do it. And even though I teach like, you don't have to know the how before you say yes, I do teach that. But on the other hand, there are some things that like you at least have to have like a, a, a firm footing in if you're going to, you know, launch something, if you're going to put something out where you need to have a very focused um, plan or strategy for how you're going to get people into it. It's not that you can know all of the how before you execute, but you do have to know some stuff, which is why we have mentors and coaches, right? Like, I don't necessarily know how to do everything that I do before I do it the first time, but I have a mentor coach who is the one who can help me with those things. And then, yes, I'm doing it for the first time and I'm sort of, I'm not winging it, but I'm like, okay, here we go. I'm about to do something that I've never done before, right? And um, and the only reason I can do it in a way that feels like aligned and like I'm not going to not regret it, but at, you know, when it's over, look back on it and go, well, that didn't really do anything for me. The only reason why I don't feel like I have that experience over and over is because I have someone, you know, guiding me or, you know, that's further along and she can turn around and support me. So I, I, you know, I think we need support and, Sometimes what that support is, is also having someone who can help us determine if now is the right time. And we do have an episode on the different phases of business. And part of why I created that episode, which was like last year, it was like, you know, like a lot of episodes ago, was for stuff like this, was for sort of like, first of all, to calm their, your brain, you know, your, your human brain that starts questioning, like, 
whether or not certain things should be happening for you. Um, and sometimes it's really helpful to hear that there are different phases of your business and then when to do certain things. And I'm pretty sure that in that episode, I probably did talk a little bit about when is it time to do a, a group program, which is essentially when is it time to scale from one-on-one to one-to-many? And so that brings me to the very first thing I wanted to talk about was like when and why would you introduce a group program into your, we'll call it like suite of offers, your offer suite. So one of the things that I teach is that you should focus on creating individual clients, one-on-one clients for the first amount of time in your business. And when I say amount of time and why that sounded a little bit ambiguous was because some people start out and it goes like gangbusters, right? They, a bunch of one-on-one clients come in, they're getting paid an investment that feels in alignment, right? It's the amount that they would like to be paid for their services. And they're having really great conversations slash discovery calls or consultations, whatever you want to call it, that are leading to people saying yes. And everything's just going really well with the one-on-one creation and it happens really quickly. And then for some people, the creating of one-on-one clients doesn't happen very quickly. And that doesn't mean that you suck or that everything's bad or wrong, but it's usually an indication of a couple of things. It could be that you still are not really clear enough on your niche. It could be that you don't have your signature transformational system mapped out yet. It could be that you just haven't really found your audience, that you're not getting in front of the the right people or enough people. Um, It could be that your sales skills need to be uh, improved. It could be a confidence issue. It could be that you're not making enough invitations and offers. There's so many things that could be factoring in to why one person, you know, comes out of the gate and starts creating their one-on-one clients more quickly than someone else, right? And that other person, it seems to just be taking forever and maybe even contributing to a mindset of that they can't create clients or that creating clients is hard or that making money is hard or this is hard, right? So the thing that I teach is that you've got to master the one-on-one client creation before you add in a group experience for some of the reasons that I just said, but we're going to go more deeply into that. And one of the things that I see happen a lot is when someone is struggling to create the one-on-one clients and that's not coming quickly or soon enough or whatever, they get the idea that a group program could be easier or better. Why? Because they're thinking a group program is something that you charge less money for. Sometimes a group program is a little shorter than our one-on-one, not always, but sometimes. And just overall, they start thinking that somehow, and this is like a weird thinking error, you know, that like, I like to, I don't say like, 
it's wrong or a mistake, but it's definitely like, hmm, somehow your brain switched around some information and now it's thinking about something in like an error mode. (laughs) And that would be that somehow you've convinced yourself that it's easier to create a couple of clients at once than one client at once. And when you really think about that and you think about like, okay, so you're having a hard time creating single individual clients. And then you're convincing yourself that somehow you should switch over to a model where you have to create more clients at once rather than just one client. So the reasons that we should create a group program would not be because we are having a hard time creating one-on-one clients. The reasons that we would think about creating a group program, okay, are number one, that you already have experience creating one-on-one clients, meaning you're already really getting good at conversations, at talking about what you do, at converting people from those conversations into paying you, that you've gotten really comfortable and good at asking people to pay you money, right? All the things that have to do with what I call client creation. Number two, that therefore, because you're getting people to say yes on a consistent basis and you're working with them, that you have done what I call validated or perfected your signature transformational system. So that's essentially the how you help people. And when you're first, you know, creating that, mapping it out, putting it all together, Um, First of all, sometimes it's just all in your head. And until you actually start working with people and taking them through your signature system, you don't know what might be tweaked or what might be changed. And it's really important to also remember that when you're working one-on-one with people, you have a tremendous amount of flexibility and freedom with how you're working with them. Because Ultimately, and we're going to talk about this in a minute, when you're working one-on-one with someone, especially if you're a coach, but whatever you are, a mentor, a coach, a teacher, um, whatever kind of service provider, however you help people, when you're working with people one-on-one, you can meet them where they are. You can go with the flow. You can truly be in the present with them. And especially if you're a coach, you can really coach them. Because coaching is not teaching. Coaching isn't information-based. When we flip over or switch over into information mode, we're a teacher. When we're being a coach, we don't have information. We don't have an agenda. We don't have a curriculum. We show up and we coach somebody. And coaching is a co-creative experience of the coach asking questions and listening, and reflecting, and then maybe helping the person to come up on their own, come up with on their own a solution or what they would like, right? And the reason why having a niche like, is important and how that factors in is that usually what your niche is, is that you are an expert 
in the particular kind of problem or the way that the problem is showing up for your client. And therefore, when you're coming up with solutions and whatever, the action steps that you're giving them or the guidance that you're giving them would be based in a system that you know works specifically for the kind of people that you work with. And that may include at the appropriate time sharing with them some information or sharing with them some, you know, knowledge that they may need, but it's really curated. It's really like, I'm only going to give you really what you need because my job as your coach is not to overwhelm you. It's not to make you think that you need to know everything in, in existence and in the world in order for you to get results because that's not true. And so a coach's job is if they are going to give information and teach something or have a feeling of like a curriculum, that the only reason they would do that is to is is in the greatest service of the client and how they deliver that information is going to be in the greatest service to the client. So basically, your transformational system may or may not include information and curriculum and topics. I mean, it does, but you don't necessarily deliver every one of those things to every client in a particular order. But It is the guiding force for the work that you do. It is how you attract people because when they hear that you have a signature system, that you actually know what the fuck you're talking about, that you know how to help people like them, that you have a solution, that's what makes them come to work with you. And then when I say that you validate your system or you validate your offer, it's validated first and foremost by people saying yes to it. And then secondly, when you put it in action and you can help someone get transformation through your system by knowing what your pillars are without necessarily sharing and and, and giving them every one of the tools and all of the topics that you know fall into your system. You're only using the ones that feel like they're going to be the most helpful. And when you have validated that, though, that system is what you need in order to turn that into a group program or a course. Because when you're teaching a group program, you're not working with anyone one-on-one, unless, of course, you include some one-on-one in your program, which I always do. But... It's not the same as one-on-one work, meaning it's way fewer sessions and, you know, it's just not one-on-one. It's a group. So, so far what I shared with you about when and why you would do a group program is one, you already have experience creating clients. Number two, you've validated and perfected your signature transformational system. And now here's the third one. You've had the experience of working with people who are paying you at your higher investment, which is your one-on-one. I call it your Oz offer, your passionate offer. And you're also, okay, this is the important part, having conversations with people who 
are not taking you up on your one-on-one offer because they are not, for whatever reason, prepared to, looking for, wanting to, whatever, pay at that one-on-one investment. And let's say you were only getting people who didn't want to pay you for your one-on-one investment you would not switch over to a group program. You would investigate why you're not able to have people pay you the investment that you're saying you want to be paid for your one-on-one. That would be a really important thing separate from a group program. But let's say you are getting people at your investment. Let's just say your investment is $2,000 for your sort of best program, right? Your one-on-one, like, full signature transformational system program that you work with people and you take them through this system and, you know, they get great results and you've had a bunch of people pay you that 2000 and you've also had some people say, oh man, I really want to do this. This feels really right for me. Um, but 2000's not in the cards for me right now, blah, blah, blah and you start collecting people on your yellow brick road that really want to work with you and they are ideal clients, but they're just not the clients for that higher investment, then you have reason to say, you know what? I'm going to create a group program for these people that are hanging around my door, but they're not working with me one-on-one because of the price point or whatever other objections. And Therefore, I'm going to create something since I know that I have these people and I think I could capture them at like a different offer, like a, you know, a less expensive offer, um, maybe less time, like whatever the objection is. So you see what I'm saying is you're getting no's from people out to your higher investment, but only some of the people and you are getting yeses from people. And so you think, wow. Maybe I should make something for the people that say no, because I know that they're not saying no because they don't want to work with me. So now it feels like the time. I've already got these one-on-one clients. Like, I've got that down. I've got that smooth. I know where to find clients. I know how to talk to them. I know how to get them to say yes. They're having good outcomes. And now I've got these other people over here that are not saying yes to my one-on-one. And so I'm going to make something for them. Okay. Another reason why you might turn your, you know, create a group program is if you have been working through your signature system, you know it's good, and you're starting to think that maybe you could take a piece of it and offer it at a lower investment because now you know how it goes and you know that there's maybe like some part of the system that could stand alone or be something that would lead to people then doing the bigger whole system and you're ready to test that out and try that out. But again, it's because you already have people who are working with you. And then here's the final thing about why or when you would decide to have a group because you have the audience for it. Not just those people that you've already spoken to that told you, man, I really want to work with you, but now's not the right time, blah, blah, blah. 
But now what I'm talking about is just an audience, meaning you've been in business, you've been showing up, you've got other systems in place, like growing your email list with a lead magnet. Um, You've already done workshops or trainings or talks. You um, have people following you on social media. Basically, that you feel that if you were to put out a new offer that you wanted multiple people to take you up on or sign up for, that you've got the people now because you've been showing up, you've been visible and whatever. So meaning you have an audience. And the reason why having an audience is important is because unless you are handpicking or personally inviting, which is something that you should do, you also will have to do a launch. You'll have to be promoting it and marketing it. And remember that you're going to want a whole bunch of people to start something at the same time. So you're going to be picking a date. You're going to be putting a date on the calendar. And that is, of course, unless you are creating what's called an evergreen program or an open enrollment program, which is what my Passionate and Prosperous Academy is now. But I gave it four years of working toward that, right? And an evergreen or open enrollment ongoing program is not ever what you would start with. So any group program that you start with should be a program that is a finite container that has a beginning and an end. And you need to establish that and validate that the same way you first need to validate and establish your one-on-one offer before you would then move that over into what's called open enrollment, where it's just always available because that's running like a thing. That's like a big deal. And I would... I would recommend that you had your business at a certain place or you were in a certain phase of your business before you uh, put that in place. So one more time, like when I'm first thinking about should I introduce a group program into my business, I'm going to be asking myself questions like, do I have experience creating one-on-one clients? Do I feel like my offer my system, my signature transformational system feels validated? Do I think that like I've nailed it, that it's good? Do I have experience of people really wanting to work with me but can't because of a number of reasons and creating a group experience for them like that that feels right? I have a validated signature system that I feel like could be turned into the content and curriculum that I could teach in a program. Because remember, the group experience is not the same as one-on-one where I'm meeting the client where they are and, you know, not necessarily having to give them any content or particular exercises, topics, or tools unless it's relevant to them. Whereas in a group program, I do have to pre-plan that. This is not customized. This is not meet the client. This isn't show up to the group, uh, you know, call, Zoom experience and say, hey, I'm just going to like feel it out. I'm just going to see how you guys are and see what we should do today. 
not a thing unless all you're offering is group coaching, meaning every time you get on a call, all you do is go around and everyone gets one-on-one time with you. But if it's a program that that's leading to an outcome, that people are going to are taking it because it's solving a problem they have, and at the end of it, they're going to have an outcome, then there's a curriculum, right? You got to show up. There's lessons. There's a lesson plan. So you need to know that your signature system is like working before you're going to like create something that stringent around it, that, you know, like kind of organized. And then finally, the audience piece, right? Do you have a big enough audience or enough people out there that you're talking to that you could imagine having whatever your desired number is? Could be five, it could be 10, it could be 20. However many people you think you want in your program, do you have enough people out there that you're talking to, meaning not people that you've already had discovery calls with, but just people in your audience that you think if they find out that you've got this awesome thing that they're going to say yes to it. And in my experience, growing an audience, which are the people that are not yet working with you, but are on your yellow brick road, they're following you, they're, you know, they're hanging around your door. Do you have enough of those people to convert them over to make the program worth offering? Because if there's one thing I know, nobody wants to do all the work that it takes to create a group program and 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 have it starting on a certain date and be committed to it and end up having two people in it. And then you're thinking, Jesus, I, 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 I might have just had these people work with me one on one rather than having this like whole obligation to create content and a curriculum and materials and host it somewhere and all the things that are involved with a group program that you don't have to deal with when you're working with someone one-on-one. So hopefully that helps you to think of the like why and when. So this all has to do with like your unique business, where you are, what your audience is, like it's so many things. So you can't just ask someone else like what they did. Okay, now that brings us to the logistics, right? How long is the program? Um, How much are you charging? Where is it housed? Where is it living, right? And those are also all things that you could find out what other people are doing, but it's still not going to be that helpful for you unless you've got a grip on your business. How much we charge for things can feel really random and like we're pulling it out of thin air for our business if we don't have a validated one-on-one offer yet. If you haven't been literally getting people to pay you a certain amount of money that you would like to make for your services, what are you basing a group price on? If you don't have people that are willing to pay you yet, how do you know what people would be willing to pay you at all? especially in a group experience. Then, depending on where you are in your business, there's a lot of other stuff that may or may not be necessary for you to do a group program. Could you keep it on the really, really like inexpensive side 
and and offer that program and use something like Facebook, a Facebook group as where you want to put the um, the replays or where you want to, you know, even if you deliver your thing on Zoom, where are you going to put the replays? Where are you going to have people able to access that? So the really easy, simple thing is to do it in a Facebook group, or it could be that you're just sending them the link to your downloaded Zoom or, you know, like the, the Zoom once it's processed. But if you want to create something that's of a higher level, right, where you you probably have signed up for something like this, where there's a membership you know, um, log in, there's a portal, there's a place where your materials and your replays are on some sort of a website. And even that can be really varied from a hidden page on your existing website that you may or may not be the tech person to do that, all the way up through what I use, which is a platform called Kajabi, right? And Kajabi is a course creator's platform. And Kajabi isn't cheap. Kajabi is like 200 bucks a month. And, you know, like you're housing your courses there and people have a login and a membership and you can take payment in there, right? So there's like a huge spectrum of, 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 of how you might deliver your course, some of which could be practically free. Some is not, you know, has a, a cost associated. And then there are the other factors like, uh, you know, um, that there's emails involved and letting people know, like, you know, and all this depends on how professional or how, you know, how, yeah, professional you want your stuff to feel to the client or to be, right? If I pay for something and it lives in a Facebook group, I'm going to think about the investment and whether or not I want to pay that much money to 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 be inside of something that's happening entirely on social media, which would annoy the shit out of me. So all of these are things that will factor into how much is this course? Um, you know, how are you how are you delivering the course? So now that I talked about like like some of the more reasons that you would decide to have one, let's now talk about like the kind of the three things. Now now let's go into like you're doing the course, okay? So the first thing I want to share with you is listen. You got to have clarity on your niche. You got to be creating clients. You got to know who you're talking to, your signature system that you know how to create clients, that you're good at sales calls, um, that you have a presence, that you're comfortable. Because in order to get people into a group program, unless you're literally offering it to them personally, you have to do something of a launch, which puts you in the public eye visibility. And finally, all of this boils down to the difference between coaching or, you know, providing a one-on-one service and teaching. And this is what I really, really, really think is one of the most important things for anyone to consider before they decide they want to create a group experience. You have to decide if you really want, love teaching and if you feel like you're able to take your expertise 
and your passion and your information and actually turn it into digestible, organized, progression-based information that can be shared as a system of transformation because it's got to be a system that gets outcomes and deliver that. And you really have to decide, like, is that how your brain works? And do you like that? Because, and you've heard me say this before, your clients want transformation, not information. We have an episode on that. And the reason why this is even more important for you to think about when you're considering a group program is that Nobody needs to sign up for a group program or a course where you're just going to come in and give them facts and information. There has to be a way that you know how to manage a group where everyone feels like they're actually getting the transformation, that they're implementing, that they're taking action, that they're not just being given information. And then you also have to decide how you're going to put things in place that are going to help the people in a group situation have success. Because again, there's a totally, you know, there's a, there's a huge difference between what you can, how you can support someone one-on-one and how you can support someone when they're, when they're part of a group. So what are the three key things that we look at when we are creating a group program? Well, number one is the program itself, the creating of the course. Number two, the selling it, the launching of it, the getting people to sign up for it. And then number three, the executing of it, the running it, you know, the, the, the delivering it, the leading it. And then, of course, I'm going to add the fourth, a fourth thing, which is the logistics, which is kind of like all of those little things I just said, like where are the replays and are there handouts and how do people get them? And are you going to be sending them like email reminders? And, you know, like, is there going to be is it in a Facebook group or if not, is there going to be a Facebook group? Are you interested in creating community? How are you creating accountability? What happens between the sessions to keep the to keep everything kind of high vibe and afloat. Is there accountability? I might've said that already. So these are, I'm going to say four things. At first I said three key things, but these are the four things. The, the, the program itself, which is usually what a lot of people get really excited about right, right off the bat. Then there's the selling it, the launching it. Then there's the, the logistics of it. Like how does it work? Where is it? How do people get, you know, get communicated with? What's included? Are there worksheets, a workbook? Is there a platform? Is there a membership? And then finally, the running of it. How, how do you feel about getting on a group call and seeing 10, 15 faces looking at you? How do you run that call? How do you keep it engaging? How are you a fearless leader? A group makes you a leader. And how, 
you know, and what's your bandwidth for all of that organization, making sure that everyone is in the right place at the right time, orchestrating, orchestrating the logistics and the emails. And can you have a virtual assistant? Yeah, of course. I've had a virtual assistant for years, but are they the boss? Are they the leader? Are, Are they running your business? I don't think so. I think it takes until you've got multiple six figures before you're hiring a team member where it's the other way around, where they're telling you as the business owner how to like, let like, you know, run a course and that they're showing up and going, oh, we need to schedule these emails and this and this. No, for a long time, you're the one who's delegating and telling to someone this is what we need. And even if you like sign up with like someone who claims that, you know, they're going to have you put out a course and they're going to do X, Y, and Z for you. I'm here to tell you that like, unless it's generic, it's not going to work. And then there's the part of getting people into it. How are you getting people to say yes, to come to something that starts on a specific day? So let's take a look at the program itself or creating the course. So we've already established that you're creating a group program because you've got people. This is the hope. You've either got people. Oh, oh, I left out one of the reasons that you would um, create a course. (laughs) I'm going to go back. I left one out. It's that you have so many one-on-one clients that you're ready to scale your business and you don't have room for one-on-one clients anymore. And therefore, you're going to start switching the model over to working with many people at once and keeping your one-on-one at a more kind of exclusive, um, you know, as an exclusive thing. It's the higher, it's now higher, you've raised your investment, and now you're putting people into a group. And I want to remind you that that still means that you have to give them an exceptional experience. So, um, and the reason why I just brought that up again is because I was about to say, all right, so you want to create your group program. And what we know is that you're creating it for the right reason whatever that is. It's like, I love a group program. And now that I know I can create clients and I validated my offer, I am so excited because I just want to have a group. Or it's, I'm creating clients and there are a bunch of people out there that really want to work with me but they're not going to come in at this investment. And so now that I've got some people, I'm going to corral them and I'm going to go to them and I'm going to say, hey, listen, I created this group program for you. And that's actually how my program started. My Out of Overwhelm and Into Action signature program that I ran six times before I uh, ultimately turned it into the academy, which is not only one year, but it's an open enrollment. Right. So if you want to be in the academy, you want to come work with us, you want to be in our incredible environment, working on your business, having a one stop shop, being able to ask every question, get support, raise your vibration, have an amazing mindset, um, know when to do things, work on your signature system, get your content and your messaging organized. And you want that to just be in like an ongoing container where where you've got people working alongside you, then the academy is for you. 
come join us. But I took years to get to this point. I refined, tweaked, added to, built out the experience of out of overwhelm and into action over the course of years. I ran it six times as a container that had a start date and an end date before I actually like created what I have now. I built up to it. And it costs me money to run the program. And it also costs me money to launch the program and sell the program. So, so you're in the position where you've got a reason to do the program. You you believe that you've got people that want it, all that, right? So what's the program? So here's the thing about creating group programs, okay? Everything that you put out that you want people to say yes to needs to solve a problem and have a tangible outcome. And when we're creating a a group experience, a group program, we also have to be able to in advance, okay? So this is different than when you're in a coaching relationship or mentorship or working with someone one-on-one. You do not have to say, on the first week, this is exactly what we're doing. On the second week, this is exactly, you do have to tell them what you're going to be doing. You have to say, hey, here's how I help you. But what you don't have to say is limit yourself to like, this is what we do on the first day. And then on the next time we do this. No, you have so much more freedom to be like, you know, in the relationship, in the partnership and serve the person at the highest level. When you're putting out a group and you're creating that client, not off of a web page usually, but by getting into a discovery conversation with them versus when you're putting out a group program or experience, typically we create that and we show people what it is. We have a sales page for it. You have to create a page that says, hey, this is what we're doing. You may or may not outline it by the week. For Out of Overwhelm, I did And for the academy, I did not because the academy is meant to be that we're kind of building a library where people will get guidance. They have guidance about what they should be working on, right? And even though there are masterclasses every single week, I've done this so many times. I've done this so many times that I'm able to tell people what all the things are that they're going to learn, get, and, you know, be able to access. I'm also established for years in my business and have an amazing reputation. So, you know, like there is a degree of not having to literally say, oh, this is what we do on the first day and the second day and the third day. I put out so much content and I create so much value in so many different ways, including this show, that What is required for people to see before knowing if they want to join the academy is different than what someone may want or need to see if they were considering joining a program with someone who's never done one before. What's going to let them know that you know what the fuck you're doing? So usually it's that we say, hey, this is what it is. Here's the curriculum. This is what we do week one, week two, week three. These are what the classes are. This is what the journey is. We give them bullet points. This is what you're going to have. I do this too. This is what's going to be happening for you during and by the end of our time working together. 
right? So when you create a group program, there's, there, there's, there's the program itself gets created so that you can also create that sales page so that you can tell people what it is. Not to mention that you need to know what it is. Now, do you need to have it all done before it starts? Meaning, do you have to have every worksheet? Let's say you're doing worksheets and you have a 12-week program. Do you have to have the worksheet from week 12 done before you're allowed to even like enroll people in the program? Absolutely not. Could you could you make the worksheet the week before? Of course you can. But you still need to have known what that week is. You still need to have that rough map. You still need to have that, that curriculum mapped out so that you know that you're providing an exceptional experience and a journey that makes sense to these people. So you have to create the course, the program, and you have to know what part of your signature system is being like shared. So if it's your whole system, if it's like the whole shebang, soup to nuts, you're coming to me with these major problems that I solve and I'm going to help you get the major outcomes that I tell my my one-on-one clients that they're going to get. Then you have to realize that your program is not going to be four weeks. It's not going to be a minute. It's still going to be substantial because you can't make promises that are unrealistic. You can't claim to offer your full signature transformational system in four weeks if that's not even possible. You know, I'll share with you like one of the things that used to drive me crazy uh, when I was owning a yoga studio um, and one of the ways that our um, that any yoga studio, this is just in, in case you're curious, um, the way that any studio really generates revenue is by offering teacher trainings. Very few studios are able to sustain themselves as a studio purely on the revenue that comes in from people taking class. One of the number one ways that a yoga studio ends up generating revenue is to get in the game of teacher training. And, and I wanted to, I mean, like when I opened my studio, I knew that cause I am a teacher. Like it is like in my blood, it is like what I love doing. I love teaching. I love breaking down information. I love reverse engineering. I love helping people to understand. I love helping people to learn. I love certifying and empowering people, right? This has been who I am for so long and I'm good at it. I'm really good at, right? I wrote the curriculum for the yoga studios training that then had to be approved by the yoga alliance, right? Both for the 200 hour and the 300 hour training, advanced training. So I really know what I'm doing. Okay. And I know how, what it takes for someone to become a really good yoga teacher. And one of the things that ended my partnership, one of the things that like made me leave and couldn't tolerate and what caused a lot of friction in the relationship was my business partner kept wanting to 
essentially dumb down our trainings and make them ridiculous. Like instead of requiring like 14 full weekends to to become a certified teacher, she was like, people don't want to do that. They don't want to invest in that. They don't want it to take so long. They don't want, and I'd be like, then they don't have to be yoga teachers. <laughs> but she wanted it to be like easier and faster and less hours. And going against even like what the outline was from the Yoga Alliance. And I was like, I'm not into it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do the crash course in yoga teaching. I don't want to contribute to the to the business and the market of 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 putting out tons of shitty ass yoga teachers into the world that don't belong teaching yoga. I have no interest in that just to make money. And I kind of feel like that is how I feel about in in the industry of whatever you want to call it, coaching, teaching, consulting, mentoring. I don't want people to be putting out courses and trainings where they dumb down the the reality just because they're afraid that other people won't pay or don't want to invest the time, energy, and money to get like the best value to be the best at what they do. So I am not into like, reducing your shit and making it what you think the and catering we'll call it to people who are not interested in really doing the work to 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 get their outcomes because when you create a program where that's your thinking, you're like, I'm going to cater to the fact that this person wants a quick fix. I'm going to cater to the fact that this person says that like, they're not interested in this because they don't want to make the commitment. Oh, so I'm going to make it less of a commitment for them. Guess what? You're doing them a disservice. You're doing the whole world a disservice. So when you create your, your courses, your group programs, you should think about what are you really saying is the outcome. And that's how you should determine the length of it. And when you've really perfected your signature system, you may then decide, well, I'm not going to teach all of it. I'm just going to teach this one little part of it. And I'm just going to tell them what outcomes they're going to get from this six-week experience. It's not going to be the whole thing. It's going to be a different outcome. It's going to be a more specific, different outcome. So creating the course, what it is, what the outcomes are, who it's for, what the problem that it solves is, and you need all this, the bullet points, the the outline, all this, so that you can create the sales page so that people can go and see what it is. Then you have to decide how you're going to get people into it. Now, we have an episode on Let's Do Launch, but on that episode, I kind of was focusing a lot on debunking the idea that when you are working one-on-one with clients and you're starting your business, you don't have to launch it. Launching it is just like starting to talk about it, starting to just like tell people you're available. But when you want a bunch of people to sign up for something that starts on a specific day, you have to create a launch. Now, if you follow me and and are in my community, you've seen me launch. I love being really transparent about launching. I love pointing out to people how they come through my organic funnel when I rev up to get people to say yes to something, how I create a system, like kind of a systematic um, stack of events, free things that go from like kind of lower level commitment to higher level commitment. 
how I offer upgrades to things to just to have people identify themselves, like who's really listening, who's really wanting this. Creating lots of email sequences, creating content for social media and otherwise that's starting to get really focused around driving people to this offer. So launching and selling an offer is not just basically one time posting about it and and saying, I'm doing this. Who wants it? And then waiting for people to register for it. It's a very big undertaking. And depending on the length, you know, of your program, how many people you wanted it, how much it is, will determine your launch. So again, asking how other people do things is really only helpful if it's literally your mentor that you're asking to help you figure out how to do the things in the right way for you. But just finding out how lots of other people have done lots of things without it pertaining or, you know, being specific to your business, where you are, who this is for, what size audience you have, what's the price point, how long is the program, All of that's going to determine your launch activities. If you're in the category that I talked about earlier, where like you already know that there's like six people that wanted to work with you and are not, maybe you don't even have to do a launch. Maybe you can just literally like reach out to those people and say, I have this. Do you want it? And guess what? That's how I filled out of overwhelm the first time with 10 people. And why am I here talking to you about this on the show? Why do I know so much about this? Because the second time that I offered the program, I thought I could do it the same way. And I couldn't because I didn't have enough people. And the timing wasn't perfect or there's no such thing as perfect, but I chose a time for the program. I kind of rushed it because I got excited at how many people had still been asking me about it after the first one started. And I thought, ooh, I'll just, I'll just dovetail it. I'll just have the next one start. Didn't give me enough time to enroll. I didn't have enough people anymore that were really that interested. And I had never launched and I didn't know how to. So I put the program out there and then I had to work my ass off to get people into it in a way that didn't feel as empowering as what a launch feels like. And then I learned how to do a launch. And even then, my first one or two launches, it's not like I converted people over into the program immediately. But then I did. And I became an expert at it. And my launches are so awesome. And they take a lot of work and a lot of effort. Now, you might hear people out there in the interwebs claiming that they don't launch, don't launch. Oh, don't you want to do everything without launching, blah, blah, blah. You can decide who you want to listen to. I'm going to do a whole other episode on what I call like lineage and like who and why you choose your mentor and the people that you follow and why you have to kind of choose a lean and decide you're going to stick in it for a little while. And you got to find out from the person who claims that they don't teach you to launch, you got to find out what they teach you to do because you can't get anybody into something without a way of getting them into it. 
So selling and launching your program requires for you to rev up your audience and to like create opportunities for them to like really be connecting with you, whether that's through a a challenge or a workshop or a group program or multiple things like that. And where you're using your email list and you're giving people reasons to like respond to things and have calls to action and engage with you so that you can identify who are really the right people that are going to say yes to this program. And then you can nurture those people and you can really build your connection with them and make sure that they feel invited and that they have been made an offer to. Okay. And then you have to then, you know, deliver. And the delivery of a group experience is different than one-on-one. And the way that you build your skills for that is by doing baby versions of it. That's what your free workshops, your free multi-day trainings or, you know, things that you do. Free, I teach to do a free four-week program. Maybe it's through Facebook. You get your feet wet. You start showing up with an audience of people. You learn how to create engagement. You learn how to make it feel um, lively for people and like they're able to participate and not just sitting, you know, what and listening the whole time and tuning out and getting bored. Because again, teaching in that environment is really different than just working one-on-one with someone. There's much more of a performative aspect. There's a presenting aspect for all of it, including the launch. Getting comfortable making an offer to a group of people. That's what a launch is. It's really different than doing it on a discovery call. And I'm not saying all this to deter you. I am saying all this so that you know how to get your ducks in a row if you think you want to do this and when you want to do it and why we should have mentors for these things. Now, I did my first few without a mentor. I mean, I had a coach the whole time. My coach was the one, even though he wasn't a business coach per se, my coach was the one who encouraged me to do it. He ran a group program and whatever. He was the one who encouraged me to do it. Why? Because of all of the coaches that were reaching out to me for help. And yet they were not investing with me in one-on-one because they were in coach scarcity mindset. They were in that mindset that I don't want anyone to be in, which is where they are saying, I can't afford it. I can't afford it. They're being scarce and they're not investing in themselves, their businesses and their own coach. Thinking that they are already invested because they went to coach school. Right. Or whatever you do, your certification, your training, your yoga certification, whatever. That is not the same as investing with someone who can help you to actually get to figure out your business. And so my coach at that time did. He was like, yeah, it's time. You should do a program. These people, they're not paying your one on one, but they'll pay something else because they really need your help and you know how to help them. And and I put together my program. But to scale and to launch better, I, I've i been working with my coach. You know, I've had, um, you know, a bunch of different coaches, but I've been working with my coach. I had a different business coach and I've had my coach for a while. And, and I continuously up-level my strategies because I'm learning and I have a mentor and all of that. 
So when you're thinking of doing a group program, you got to take all of this into consideration, right? The who, what, why, when, where, right? It's like making sure you have clarity on who this is for. Making sure you have clarity on what it is. That's your signature transformational system. That's the content. It's the curriculum. It needs to feel like it's a, it's, it's a journey. It needs to be well put together so that the people taking it can actually get an outcome. So it doesn't feel like every week is random, right? The what is also the logistics, but that's also the when, right? So who, what, when, where, how, and why. Who, what, when, that it has to have like a specific start date, right? Where, the platform, how is it being delivered? You know, like where is it happening? I keep skipping stuff, right? Who, what, where, when, how, how are you delivering it? How is it going to be exceptional? And then why, why are you doing it at this time in your business? Is it because you've got overflow? Is it because you're so successful? Is it because you've got people that aren't paying for one-on-one, but they would pay for a group? Um, The why should never be scarcity or not being able to create one-on-one clients. There could be a million other reasons why to do a group program, and that ain't one of them. So um, I hope that you found this helpful for you today, right? Just really wrapping your head around like, when is it the right time to introduce this into your business? And I'm all for it. I freaking love groups. I love creating community. I love group programs. I always have. I've been teaching people stuff for over two decades, transformational stuff. But you have to love it too. You can't decide to do a group program without feeling comfortable as a teacher and a curriculum creator, a course creator, a launcher, right? Like, again, you don't have to do a big crazy ass launch. But if you're not, you got to know that you've got people in your audience. You've got to know that there are people that are following you, that love what you're putting out there, that get you, that are like, that when you say to them, hey, I'm going to do this group thing, you want to join, that they're going to be like, hell yeah. So you need something in place. You can't have none of that and then go, ooh, I'm going to create a group program and then create a group program and post it once on Facebook and then get really disappointed that no one signed up for it. So how we do it, why we do it, when we do it, how we get people into it, it's all specific to you as an individual. Now, this is what I'm an expert in. And here's what I'm going to tell you. You can come work with me. You can be in the academy or you can take one of the very few one-on-one spots that are available. And I'm just trying to remember in my head when this episode is actually dropping, right? Because right sometimes when I tell you what's going on, I'm telling it to you and I'm really thinking about like, what time, where are we right now? We're in, you know, we're in mid-March. So this is going to come out in, I don't know, early to mid-April. So I may have a spot for you to come work with me one-on-one. When you come work with me one-on-one, I design this with you, literally every single aspect of it, the course, the launch, the figuring it all out, the curriculum, 
all of it, the delivery, the tech, every bit of it. Most of us need mentors for this stuff. So if you feel ready, you want to have a course, you want to work with me one-on-one, schedule a discovery call with me. It's free. Or you're not quite there yet. You're not ready to do a course, but you know you need to get all these other things in place first, like one-on-one clients and your signature system and knowing how to grow an audience. Come to the Academy. Come join us. Give yourself a year of unbelievable everything because that's my brand. Exceptional experience. I want everyone who invests even a penny with me to feel like it was so fucking worth it that they can't believe it. Okay? So um, I want to just make sure the final message here is I love group programs. Love them. But I think they have to be delivered the right way. I think they have to have certain elements that make sure that the people are well taken care of and that they don't feel like they paid for something that they didn't get like anything out of because it wasn't transformational and they didn't end up really using it. I hate all that. So anyone that works with me, my goal is for you to be another, like, I want to create, I want to create like, you know, the, the force of people out there that are amazing facilitators. I want to help you be an amazing facilitator of your information and your expertise so that it's a win-win for everybody. You get to do what you want to do and the people that work with you have that, the, the outcomes and the experience and that they want to sign up. So I want to teach you how to market it. All right. Okay. So that's what I have for you today. And um, I can't wait to be with you next week in your cute little headphones. And um, or maybe you're listening to me out loud. I don't know. I always assume that everyone's got like earbuds or whatever in. But maybe you're just blasting me in the car or blasting me through the house. Um, But I'll be with you uh, next time. However that looks. Okay, everybody, sending you lots and lots of love. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you like what you're listening to, please make sure you're following or subscribing. And if you're on Apple, that's the little plus sign on the top right so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it. Mm-hmm.